0: Experts agree, gentle, gracious, and kind leaders can be highly successful and respected by their teams. But we need to do more than just live these three traits out. We need to actually talk about them. Welcome to the Connect, Mobilize, Deliver podcast, where it's all about connecting people, mobilizing them for action, and delivering results. In each episode, we'll talk about how you can boost your career by mastering fundamental career skills so you can lead with kindness and confidence. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Greg Herrick. Welcome to another episode of Connect Mobilize Deliver. It's good to be here with you today. Thank you for listening. Today we're going to talk about how to be a better leader using three awkward words. Great leaders do things others are afraid to do. For example, Those who embrace these three awkward words others typically don't use will distinguish themselves in their organization. What are these three awkward words leaders need to embrace? Well, let's just say most people might expect to find them on the resume of a grandparent, not a business leader. When you hear these three words, what images appear in your mind? Gentle, gracious, and kind. Do images of your workplace and your boss and your coworkers fill your mind? Or do you have thoughts of home and family time with your parents, your grandpa, your grandma, and those you love? If you're like most people, these terms seem appropriate in our personal lives because for many of us, this type of language is part of our vocabulary because of our our faith, maybe. They're common words that we use in a place of worship. But in the workplace, these three words, gentle, gracious, and kind, They're not commonly used, and they seem awkward. We don't tend to include them in our conversations with our teammates, and most of us don't embrace these three words, and we don't intentionally make them a regular part of our discussion as leaders. And this creates an opportunity for those of us who want to make a difference in the lives of our teammates, for those who want to lead with kindness and confidence. We can distinguish ourselves as leaders as we step out of our comfort zone and we embrace these three words. It may seem awkward at first, so prepare yourself, but don't let that stop you. The results will be worth the discomfort. Trust me. Better yet, don't just trust me, trust some other experts on this topic too. Because the experts agree. Let's start with gentle. Gentle is defined by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, for example, as free from harshness, sternness, or violence. I hope we would all agree that as a great leader, We should not use harshness, definitely not violence, to motivate people. Michael Hyatt, you've probably heard of him. He's a best-selling author. He's a leadership expert. He would add fear as another tactic leaders must avoid. In the place of fear, he actually recommends gentleness. He said this in a blog post. I'll put the link to it in the show notes. The blog post is how to lead with gentleness, not fear. Here's his quote instead of fear-based tactics, mature leaders use gentle power. He also describes three tools leaders can use to put gentleness into action. The first tool is courtesy. Treat others the way you want to be treated. This is a rare behavior in an increasingly impolite culture. The second tool is candor. Telling your teammates the truth, Demonstrates respect by communicating you believe they can actually handle the truth. And the third tool is challenge. Believe in the people in your team. Give them the tasks that let them show that they can shine and use their skills. Gentleness is not a character trait or a behavior reserved for grandparents, all leaders, including grandparents, and the people they lead benefit when gentleness is valued, it's practiced, and it's applied. Let's talk about the word gracious. One of my favorite books on leadership is Gracious Leadership, Lead Like You've Never Led Before, and it's written by Janet Smith Meeks. This book provides an inspiring example and some really solid evidence from the perspective of a gracious and a highly successful leader in the healthcare industry. Janet Smith Meeks. Janet shares practical lessons to help others have the courage and the confidence to follow in her footsteps. Gracious leadership works. It produces results while also caring for others and respecting all people in an organization. The forward to this outstanding book includes this statement from Mike Slabowski. He's president and chief operating officer of Trinity Health. Here's what he said. There is indeed something divine about a great leader. Each of us recognizes the magical presence of gracious leaders and how special they are when we have been blessed to experience them. I've written some posts about the resources that Janet offers. One is called, Can a Kind Leader Be Successful? I'll also put that in the show notes. But I really encourage you to take advantage of her wisdom through those resources and subscribe to her blog too. She models gentle behavior. And as with gentleness, a leader who is gracious, is a blessing to their organizations and the people they interact with. So that third word that we might consider to be awkward is kind. I'm not comfortable declaring myself as an expert on kindness, but I have written about it a lot in my blog, and I've talked about it a lot here on the podcast. And I do know that I've thought about it a lot and probably know more about leading with kindness than someone else who's listening. So maybe to you, I'm an expert. As you know, I use the term leading with kindness and confidence on my website and my blog. I've been posting about that for a long time. And it's really dedicated to providing evidence and examples supporting my strong belief that leaders can be successful and confident when they embrace kindness. So I encourage you to check out my blog post, Build Your Confidence in Embracing Kindness as a Behavior When You Lead. And by lead, I don't only mean in a position of authority. I firmly support the Kansas Leadership Center belief that anyone can lead anytime, anywhere. I've got a free guide, Five Simple Ways to Lead When You're Not the Leader. On that topic, I'll put that link in the show notes as well. You can download that guide. But gentleness and graciousness, regardless of how we lead, they're not behaviors we need to be shy about. The same is true for kindness. And we certainly don't need to be hesitant or embarrassed to incorporate these skills into our leadership style. As I pointed out, experts agree. Gentle, gracious, and kind leaders can be highly successful and respected by their teams. But we need to do more than just live these three traits out. We need to actually talk about them. We need to embrace these three words by actually saying them out loud. Gentle, gracious, kind. I strive to be transparent as a leader. My goal is to not only model the behaviors I consider valuable, but to also talk to people about those behaviors. This approach is especially important with soft skills like gentleness, graciousness, and kindness. It's not enough to simply let people see us being gentle and gracious and kind. To help others develop as leaders, we need to talk about what we are doing and why we're doing it. We need to use the words gentle, gracious, kind, as we mentor developing leaders. These words and others like them need to be included in our hard conversations with our peers. We need to embrace these three words and and many others like them. That will increase our impact on the lives of the people we lead. As we include words like those, like gentle, gracious, and kind in our working vocabulary, other similar words will naturally be added too. Words like caring, respect, honor, dignity. They'll find their way into our discussions as well. These words will become common with leaders in your organization as they hear you use them with confidence. Then over time, the values these words bring with them, they'll influence strategies and communications and then gradually, or maybe quickly, the culture of your organization is influenced for good. Let's take a lesson from the diversity, equity, and inclusion movement, the DEI movement. Because if your organization has a diversity, equity, and inclusion program, and I certainly hope it does, think about how those three words are becoming more common in the conversations you're having. Of course, just saying those words, diversity, equity, and inclusion, that's not enough. But it is a good start with time and focused effort. The people's lives are positively impacted through initiatives started with conversations that include the words. The same is true for gentleness, graciousness, and kindness. Saying these words out loud can be the first step of an important journey to help create a much better culture in your organization. So how can we get started? Well, try these scripts as a starter to embrace these three words and incorporate gentle, gracious, and kind- into your normal conversations. Here's how you can use gentle when you're meeting with your mentor. Here's what you might say. I'm struggling to be gentle but firm with my team when they aren't meeting their commitments. How do you keep from being harsh with your team when they're struggling? Or maybe you're the mentor. You could work the word gracious into your conversation like this. You're talking with your mentee and you might say, It sounds like you're going to get some hard questions during this presentation. Have you thought about how to prepare yourself to be gracious when you get challenged? Here's how you can work the word kind into your conversation when you're planning with your peers. You might say this, This decision is going to impact several people's lives significantly. Have we done everything we can to be kind and respectful in how we communicate the message? Those are just some short examples of how You can work those three words, gentle, gracious, and kind, into your day-to-day conversations, and I'm sure you can think of many, many others. I encourage you to embrace these three words that some might consider awkward and set yourself apart. Let's be honest. Using the words gentle, gracious, and kind may sound easy when you're listening to it here as you're listening to me on this podcast, but in reality, it really can be awkward at first. And I think that's why most people don't use words like this with their teams. But no one ever said leadership's easy. So I encourage you to be uncomfortable for just a little bit. It gets easier with practice. Embrace these three awkward words. Say them out loud and give it a shot. Your efforts to lead with kindness and confidence in this way, they will be rewarded because others will follow your example. Be brave. Be courageous. Have a positive impact on your organization and the people on your team. You can do it. I believe in you. And that's what we're all about here at Connect, Mobilize, Deliver. We're learning career skills on how we can lead with kindness and confidence in a way that inspires and motivates others. If this episode in some way is motivating to you, was inspiring to you, was something that you can pass on to others, I would encourage you to do that. Share this episode with someone that you know wants to be a kind and confident leader, but may be struggling to, to think about how to actually implement this into their day-to-day life, into their day-to-day conversations. Share this with them. Give them a call. Give them a text. Let them know you're thinking about them. You can find this episode on my blog with the show notes at gregherrodcom blog and just search for the word awkward and I'm sure you'll find it. Thanks again for listening. I hope that this short episode was helpful for you. It gave you some practical advice on how you can be a kind and confident leader. Thanks for listening. We'll see you here next episode. Thanks for listening to the Connect, Mobilize, Deliver podcast at gregherrod.com or on your favorite podcast app. I'm your host, Greg Herod, and I'm glad you're here. I hope you're enjoying the show and you're getting practical tips and strategies to help you boost your career. If you are, I would love to make sure we stay connected. And the best way to do that is through my weekly emails. Just go to gregherrod.com and sign up using the big button in the upper right-hand corner of the page. And once you do that, please check your inbox or maybe your spam folder for a confirmation email. With one click in that confirmation email, you'll have instant access to email me directly. That's an important step in the process. Because if you don't confirm you want my emails, I won't send you any. The last thing I want to be doing is sending spam. But once you click the button to confirm, we are directly connected. I read every email, and I'll do my best to respond soon. You can send me your thoughts on what you want to hear on the podcast. Tell me how I can make it even more beneficial for you and other listeners. I absolutely want to hear what you have to say. So go to gregherrod.com, click the Get My Weekly Emails button, so we can stay connected. Thanks so much. That's it for this week's episode. I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Until then, let's both keep leading with kindness and confidence.